Hello and welcome to episode number 234 of the Nerd Pro Quo podcast. Been a while since we recorded. A bunch of stuff happened in our personal lives and scheduling. So we didn't get together for a very, very long time, but we cover a lot of ground in this episode. Not a lot to plug because also we get a little bit, tiny bit, little bit into this episode as to why some of the other stuff that was supposed to happen as far as the podcast and videos and things that were supposed to happen, just none of them were able to happen because life and finances uh, were not what uh, I would have liked them to be by this point. Uh, is the very short version of that. Uh, that being said, as always, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know. Email us, nerdproquo at gmail.com, at nerdproquo on uh, Twitter, not checking uh, the Twitter, doing the Twitter thing as often as used to. Honestly, like, we're just doing this for fun. We love doing it. Uh, if you're enjoying it, lovely. Let us know. Hit us up. Leave a review on iTunes. All that great stuff. It'll motivate us to try and do this more often. But in the meantime, enjoy this episode. Episode number 234 of the Nerpoco Podcast. Stay nerdy, y'all. And then that, I don't even want to ask. That's the point. You, you have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a machine that just shoots magic. Do you actually have like a theme song, the James Bond theme song, playing while you choose your suits? <laughs> it's like a Matrix, except for guns, suits all over. I think actually that would be a nice addition to my concert. <laughs> 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 and the James Bond theme. Song. Da, 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 da. I mean, there's definitely stuff we should definitely talk about. Warner Brothers restructuring. Yeah, I've oh, awesome. Oh. Uh, I, I'm not sure this is something different. I, have, I haven't had this in a long time. This is a genius movie. Okay. So, try it out. I haven't cool. tried this in a while. I've, I haven't really liked it. Um, I've had it before. It's. I've already started recording, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just randomly. Yeah, I'll, I'll right. try some. Um, yeah, we've shit's been going on since last we spoke about fun nerdy shit. I mean, so. there, there's a lot of stuff, and I, we were just making fun of the fact that 80 percent of the things we were going to talk about, we now can't talk about because Rich has seen none of it. You Literally have, none of it. You have time to talk about all of the things. Yeah, that's what we, maybe we should. Listen, have started we are fucking. You know, respectful gentleman, okay? Unlike you, who doesn't who refuses to watch TV. What, you've got work to do? You know, what's your fucking excuse? You know, we've got shit to do, and we choose to prioritize TV I, watching. I, we've, made it, we've made it through, like, what, three different... I've made it through three different shows in the meantime. Like, <laughs> like Picard, seasons one and mm -hmm. two. Uh, our flag means death. Moonlight. Uh. <laughs> Moonlight was it was. Yeah, I, we'll talk about that. We'll I, talk I, about I, that. I wanted that to be better uh, than it was. It wasn't bad. It just I. I think, I guess we'll talk about it later. Okay. You know, um, um, so now that we're, where should we begin? I don't even know. Uh, 
Let's talk about Warner Brothers. Okay. You know, I didn't didn't really read it. I knew sort of that it was kind of... Well, I mean, the thing is, yesterday, it was like fucking the Red Wedding. Uh, Where... Is that me? I'm hearing like echoes of my audio. Here, let me see what's in your... What is... uh, You're hearing... Yeah, just... Hello? All right, that's a little better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on where you're holding the mic. Yeah. Si, senor. Yeah, yeah, Gracias. Yeah. Three of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yesterday was a fucking red wedding where a lot of CW shows just got canceled by the Axeman, Zaslav, who took over oh, okay. um, uh, Warner Brothers. So what's going on is uh, Discovery um, has just like purchased Warner Brothers. And for the, f- the other way around. Yeah. Wait, Discovery? No, Discovery purchased Warner Brothers. Yes. You didn't know that? I thought it was... Yeah, I thought it was No, no, it's the other way around. They purchased Warner Brothers. That's weird. From... Because remember, Warner Brothers was under the umbrella of AT&T. Okay. Um, and as a result, AT&T realizing that, hey bit off too much than it could chew it's a tech company it's a shitty tech company has no business in, t- in entertainment decided to thank you so much sir thank you, sir. um has no business running a media company decided to sell that to discovery um and then yeah i mean the guy has been saying the right things in terms of sounding like he knows how to run a company where he's planning on restructuring everything creating silos for every media content. So what I what I find very promising is the fact that they're going to have like they plan on hiring someone to be the Kevin Feige to have Warner to have DC its own thing. So DC movies, TV shows, animation all under one person handling all of that. So by extension, they would have inevitably had to shut down all of the CW shows, especially the the Warner Brothers, a DC comic show like I The mean, Flash, that, that Legends sense. of Tomorrow. In, in fairness, those those shows had long run their course. Yeah. By this point, I don't even know which one of them was is are everything them still going. The only thing that has yet to be finalized is Stargirl. Everything. Okay. No, no, but what I mean is, weren't like half of those shows done with anyway? I mean, Arrow ended years ago. Flash was recently cut. Legends of Tomorrow officially okay. cut. Batgirl canceled, canceled, or did it run its course? Canceled. He's canceled everything. Wow. Uh, everything Warner Bros. Uh, anything DC Comics and anything CW. But, but, but here, here's the thing. Here's dead. the thing. To be fair. All of the CW shows, all of them had run way past. Uh, their, I, I, which is, I'd be more upset. I mean, like if this there were same like things shows I I didn't know were still on. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, yeah. you know, so he's like cutting bait that's and getting I mean. rid of. Maybe it's because it Ooh. he's trying to Very good. re right. Yeah, it's nice, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. No, we're I drinking like ginger beer. I don't know if the mic picked up before when we were talking about that. Um, maybe uh, it sounds like th- this uh, new person is looking to rebrand so that what was or still is a CW appeals to a wider audience or a more 
less of a teen audience. Well, I mean, he doesn't want, he wants, from the sound of it, programs that are successful, that are watched by masses instead of like yeah. a small niche right. of people. Uh, which is very promising. I mean, granted, there have been like a handful of shows like The Flash, but, you know, Flash obviously ran its course. It's been bad, and I'm not even going to comment well, about Legends of Tomorrow. Well, the, the thing is, like, you know, like I said, I have always had a soft spot for Legends of Tomorrow, but I'm not going to claim that any of those CW shows, uh, like I said, half of them were like The Flash I didn't even know was still on. Mm-hmm. I had a vague idea it was still on. But that had already run. I mean, like I said, I would be much more upset about this if it had happened like five years ago. You know what I mean? Like when, uh, or maybe even more, I I can't even think of like, you know, when Arrow was, when Flash was still going, like earlier seasons. uh, When all those were in earlier, some of those shows were never good to begin with. Batwoman, Batgirl was never good to begin with. We didn't need to have that. Yeah, Stargirl was never good to begin with. Supergirl wasn't, did they ever move that over to the CW or was it always on, I think it was always on. It was moved over to the CW, I think eventually. Yeah, it was. It was was okay. I mean, it was, it's not, we, we weren't the target audience for that. So it's, again, it's, but like all of those shows, like just ran, in in some cases, three or four seasons too long. Uh, so, like I said, if if this had happened like five years ago, I'd be more upset. But now I'm just like, I know that there are probably some people who are fans of those shows. I don't know who they are. Mm, my colleague tells me that Superman and Lois is actually decent. Oh no, it's it's good, but it's also so. All of those shows are collectively, you know, no matter how good or bad they were, they're all extensions of the Arrowverse, which is, you know, the whole universe they created out of Arrow, Uh, you know, the Green Arrow show. But honestly, like, at this point, like, even Superman and Lois, which is a decent show, it's just... It doesn't need to exist. Like, it's just in, you know. I think better quality control, someone who can, you know, coordinate content, you know, to make sure everything makes sense and is of <clears throat> high quality. And As even, we can say, a lot of those shows are of variable quality. Yeah, they want, you know? basically, they want something to rival uh, the Marvel shows they, on Disney+. They just Plus. want good. Well, you know, well, to be well, honest, they is, want good. Well, here's, here's, they want good, but here's the problem. And I'll give you a case study of why this is good and not just for the DC shows. Uh, the CW shows in general, even the ones that aren't DC, they all have... It, the CW has a house style. They've arguably had that house style since Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Uh, it's been a house style. All those shows, no matter what the topic since is. Since like the 90s. Yeah. They all have a very similar story structure, uh, the, the act breaks, the way the show. And the proof of that is, uh, so I watched a couple episodes of the re- uh, they, you know, redid Kung Fu, the show Kung Fu, with Robert Carradine from back in the day. They recast it with an entirely Asian really? cast. It was really, yeah. yeah. Uh, I had not heard with, about with, that. With, yeah, uh, you know, a Chinese uh, teenage girl as the main character, and it was one of those things that, like, is one of those examples of like all the elements 
are in the right place. But because it's on CW and they have that house style and because it's a network show and they have all these limitations, all it, it seemed like there was the show they wanted to make, they were aiming for. And this is the show that came out when you filtered it through the CW house style of structuring a dramatic action show. And it's just, it's not good. But it's it's not good. It, it's it's what's funny is that it's it isn't that it's not good because there you know all, all the stupid people will be like oh why would you remake that shit blah, blah 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 all of that is actually irrelevant. It could have been a really good show. It's actually all the stuff they did in it like the family dynamics, the the immigrants, like all it's all there. It's just that because it's filtered through this CW like house style. The way they structure those dramas and all of that, it's just, it makes everything that could have been good about that show just mediocre. Hmm. <laughs> like, uh, well, I mean, and yeah, so hopefully this, that's what I'm saying. It's not just the DC shows that are, that, that, this they, whole effect. They, like, that, I mean, Warner Brothers needs life support and they need someone who's capable of running the show because I've had, I've been complaining about, you know, all these. DC movies, and I mean, this I is a byproduct of, of that. And so I just hope that with with strong leadership from Zaslov, he can make sure the right people are in charge of like their IP, making sure that those IP so. is being treated well, respected. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, these are at least in my perspective, I'm focusing on the comic book IPs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know these are great characters. I mean, they can work well. It's just a matter of leadership. Someone who have a good vision. I mean, Feige is, from what I've heard, was a unique individual because of his background. Not yeah. only was he nerdy, but he cut his teeth in a lot of, like, you know, movies, um, sci-fi superhero movies back in the day. So he learned from that, that he was able to curate a better MCU out of that. I, I, keep, I don't know if, I we, can, seeing... if we have an equivalent but hopefully I, I, we have someone who can the, have the, the one vision. one thing that I keep seeing that keeps getting floated out of all of that is, and look, I Flash is, the Flash has been on for way too long. Uh, that being said, I keep seeing things in my feed from different like news sources, and who knows how true any of this is. But because Ezra Miller, Miller keeps getting himself in fucking trouble, I never like that guy. This dude, uh, like, what I is what is he him. doing? He's, he's destroying. Just, he's, he's just destroying. he's just a young dude with money who doesn't know what to do with himself. That's really. I mean, if you want to simplify that, that's all that really is. It's like it's a guy. He has a, a movie coming up that is anticipated. Yeah, it's we'll see if how successful it is, but yeah. at least. From what it seems, it looks like it has some potential to do very well. And here he is just he's goofing around and getting making, himself into trouble. He keeps getting drunk and, fuck, and fucking himself up. That's yeah, what keeps happening. You know, and, and it's so, it's, you know, look at Will Smith. It's so easy to be shut either temporarily or permanently canceled yeah. by Hollywood. But, but that being said, I mean, I... I thought it was okay. I don't. I didn't really. I liked him, and you know, perks of being a wallflower. But he, you know, he wasn't necessarily the best part of that movie. Uh, but I keep seeing, whether this is wishful thinking or not, that they want to replace him with Grant Gustin. I would hope so, but we'll just see. Just because, I mean, I would love I that. Mean, just he's, because just he's because got a lot of time right now. 
<laughs> you know, and, he's and, got and, a lot and of no time. matter what, you know, whether he wants to move on for that character or not, he's really good at it. He's good at playing yeah. Barry Allen. He's been doing it for what ten years now. Yeah. and he seems like a uh, straight up guy. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. the important thing is about casting is that you not only have a great actor, but someone who just like fits the role, who some does a good job embodying the character, which is what I like about the casting for the MCU movies and TV shows. Warner Brothers, uh, well, unfortunately, you, you, you have you, you just also, like also need missed someone, the mark. You also need someone who's not going to get themselves in trouble. Well, hence, you get you got to make good decisions about the I people mean, there, you there, put there's, in. There's two, there's, so there's two people uh, in the MCU. One who isn't going to be getting roles anyway, mostly because I don't think he wants to do it anyway. Jeremy Renner is going to get himself in trouble again at some point. Wait, um, what is he? It's just stuff he's done. You know, he's been accused of stuff in the past. It's just, I think it's really? just I think it's just domestic stuff with his wife, honestly. From what That's I've read, not, oh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, and how how much how like you know how the degree of that is kind of unclear from what I've been reading. Doesn't really matter. He's a minor character. But you're right. I don't, I don't think he, really don't think he, he would want to. I'm calling it now. <laughs> the one who's gonna get themselves in trouble, not for being like scandalous, but just for being religious and. Uh, is gonna say some stupid shit. Is Letitia Wright? I think. Oh yeah. Okay. She's gonna she's gonna say something, uh, and it's gonna be a whole snafu, and it's gonna be. Hopefully, they they can keep a lid on that until you know the second Black Panther movie comes out. Uh, but yeah, th- there was just look. Your faith is fine, but if you and I understand, given like her history, like why that's so important to her but it does she's so in it that it's she's already now, said some stuff where yeah. it's just like Ugh. and now's not a good time to open your mouth yeah with, yeah you might want to keep a yeah. busy lawyer this is just like look i know you feel like you know you're and she's not wrong about this like how like interviews with her like keeping her you know basically people telling her whatever it's just like you know silencing the faith part of her and it's like i get that it's probably accurate, but you gotta understand <laughs> that shit's gonna get you in trouble <laughs> when you work for a major corporation. <laughs> like, anyway, uh, do we want to get to the part where we yell at Rich about all the well, things let's that first, watched yet? Well, let's first. I'm in a. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> let's talk about what have you watched? Yeah, because I've been. I mean, it's not like I'm. I'm not living in an in a hole. Yeah, you I kind think, of are. I think all of the stuff that you've watched, neither of us have. Yeah, this is true. Like what? What have you watched? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, what have I been watching? I've been watching uh, a lot of, well, a couple of business failure shows because those seem to be in vogue right now. Um, I'm. I'm almost. Um, you also watched a terrible movie with Jennifer Lopez. Which was like, uh, yeah, not, we're not, not my choice. Not, we're not, talking about that not shit. really my choice, but here we are. <laughs> um, yeah, we Charlie's won't talk about listening. that. <laughs> yeah. She's always listening. Um, <laughs> but we're an episode away from finishing the dropout with. Um, How was that? That was that's very good. Okay, it's very good. It's just, it's the it's a mini series. It's like a seven episode, eight episode mini series on. Um, uh, Theranos. Yeah. Uh, that, I'm, whole, I'm, I'm very intrigued by that whole saga. I, as well. I, I'm, I was intrigued because I didn't, I had heard a lot of it. I never really took a deep dive as to 
all of the things that took place. Um, the casting is very good. Um, Amanda Siegfried. That's Hulu, right? Yes, that's on Hulu. Amanda Siegfried, her performance is phenomenal considering that the character is difficult to, I mean, in real life, the character, her, her character is difficult. I know. Um, and, but she nails it really well. And then a lot of the other, it was nice to see um, uh, Naveen Andrews from Lost after so many years. He's, he played Saeed on Lost. Oh, he's also in The Dropout? or in something? He's in The Dropout. Okay. Yeah, he plays her. Um, it's been a long time since I. Yeah, so it was, it was nice to see. Yeah, so he's good in it. Um, and Stephen Fry's in it. Okay. Uh, very good I cast. Love, I love me some Stephen Fry. Here's my, as, uh, I don't know if we've discussed this when Rich, Rich has been present, but you know my feelings now on shows. Uh, it is going to be very rare that I watch a show now that does that not isn't have sci-fi. Yeah. And, uh, but and also, that said, the the performances, I I, I gravitate to that stuff because yeah. I I love me a good thriller and like especially like a business, like rise and fall. Succession. I'd be more. I'd be more. Have you been watching Succession? See, see the yes. thing about that is I've been, I'm more been prone to watch a documentary on that than I am to watch a drama on that particular okay. copy. Dude, Succession I heard is. Succession. Oh, I just. I it's been on my radar, but I didn't. Oh my gosh, the casting, I'm, the I'm, writing, it's, I'm sure it's, it's addictive. I'm, I'm never gonna watch it. Oh man, ever, I've been. Ever, it's hilarious. No, I've been wanting. If you, it's a, it's the best comedy out there. You know, if you don't watch it for, granted, you, it's like always intense. Some major takeover vocabulary that's gonna be dropped in. But if you watch it as a comedy. It's hilarious oh, because no, no. these people are pieces of shit I'm, 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 that I'm, I'm you sure. have to watch it because of it's, it's comedy. I'm sure, but I'm never going to watch it. Uh, you're it's missing just, out. There's too, many, there's too many uh, other... Dude, like I said, I've squeezed in... The, the time that I'm not watching Succession, I've watched like four other shows <laughs> that are all nerdy. <laughs> William H. Macy's also on there mm -hmm. in The Dropout. He's, he's, he's okay. hilarious. He's great. His character is awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, all through and through, very good. Um, looking forward to the finale. So you know what we can discuss, even though I haven't finished, I'm, I haven't watched the last two episodes of season two. Uh, we can talk about Raised by Wolves now. All right, but I'm, I'm two episodes away from. Have the, you finished it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in a minute. But also, I've been watching. We crashed. On, How was that? On Apple TV, it is great. Another show Dude. I'm never, ever, ever going to yeah, I've it's been a, slowly it's getting another, into more Apple TV shit. Um, uh, Severed. I've, I've started watching Apple that. TV, I enjoy that. Apple TV Plus is like the sleeper uh, Quality, not quantity. You that know. is just sneaking in more. Everything they sneak in is quality. Quality, yeah. quality, quality. And you just you pick a show and you're going to get hooked. It's because it, the... the there's a certain quality to it, the, the quality performances, the casting. So we j crashed. J j just say, say the, the money. Well, well that's yeah. what money is involved, dude. I mean, dude. Shit amount of money into yeah. it. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, DC, I, Marvel, money, dude. Yeah. I, it's I've all that. I've said this in previous podcasts. Apple is not looking to compete yeah. with Netflix or even Disney. Or they, Netflix is not even sustainable at this point. No, they're not. Yeah. They're... 
looking to compete with HBO. Sure. They want to yeah, be yeah, the yeah. other HBO. Yeah, it makes sense. So we crashed. It'll be a while before. Is is up. another business rise and fall story of WeWork. Dude, it is great. It's with um, Jared Leto mm-hmm. and Anne Hathaway. Uh, That's one. Also, one selling point there. And this, I don't look. Personal things aside, I'm not a huge fan of Jared Leto. He's a but great actor. He's just, it's so intense. I just, I'm just down, done with him. Yeah, in like as a as a person, you know. Yeah, we it can, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But as, as even a great actor, I just, I just, I'm, the, I'm the, done. With, I'm tired of him. The 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 role he got for playing um, Adam Newman, yeah, on on We Crash is made for him. He's oh, just yeah, like yeah. he's completely off the wall. He's just like so, such a. Here's the thing. Here's the reason why I will never ever watch any of those shows. We crashed or the Theranos one. No spoilers. Because no, no, no. If you see the documentary and you see the actual guy, I've seen the actual guy. You're like, I don't need to watch this show. Who fucking cares whether Jared Leto can play him really well? It's like, no, no, no. Just watch that. The real fucking guy is insane. That being said, he, you, you really hate this character. You can't, but you, it's like you can't unglue your eyes from the screen. I mean, the and, Silicon and Valley Anne types, Hathaway. they're they're quite the characters. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Anne Hathaway. I mean, her her character is really different, very different from what she usually plays. Um, she's also like a space cadet, you know, living in her own world, um, very into new agey stuff. And they make quite well, the that, pair. that whole story is insane. The, the story is insane. Yeah. And the fact that I know people who worked for WeWork, it's, it's crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. So uh, I finished it. It was it was quite a ride. It was a good ride. All that, and you didn't even touch Clone Wars. No. Or Moon Knight. Although, in fairness, Moon Knight is just okay. I heard it's just okay. I'm still gonna watch it. No, no, uh, you're still gonna watch it. Speaking of like house style, that is starting to piss me off. Right Marvel. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the movies, but the fucking TV shows have got to stop. Yeah. It. I've noticed. I mean, that's senior. What, what we were afraid of has been. There was some potential there in the Moon episode Knight. five was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was it. Yeah, it was like the potential of like, okay, if this is what you're gonna do, and then it was just like, all right. And uh, is it like a slow build? Another slow build show? It's not even that. It's it's it's. There's a lot of kind of batshit crazy stuff that goes on, but none of it is particularly compelling. The problem and, is, it's the Marvel characters. I don't give a fuck about them. I don't. Well, I mean, the, it just the, yeah. The, I mean, these Phase Four characters are lame. Yeah, gr- the Avengers were great. They had great casting that involved with that. But I am just waiting for the shit that I really care about. I, you know, X Men and of Fast this. and Fa- Fantastic Four because every other characters, I don't care. Well, I never see, cared but, about but, but the that, but, but Marvel the characters. It just seems to be they suck. Look, it seems we, to be Doctor Strange, and then so so here's other... here's the thing that I said really early on when we were talking about Phase Four is the biggest struggle they're going to have now is now they're trying to build up characters who many of whom were never that popular or that good to begin with. Uh, 
and they made even further mistakes. Uh, and we've seen a history of this even before Phase Four. I'll bring it up again. I'll say it again. Iron Fist. Okay. Um, where there are versions of the character that you could pull from, but they're so the character itself isn't generally that compelling. What you have is you have these individual runs on the comic books, and a lot of that is just those those creators who happen to be working on the book for that uh, that period of time. They made the character work. They were excited to work with a C or a D list character, which is honestly, I mean, with the exception, if you you know, if you want to go back and talk about Iron Man, he was a C list character back in the day. But now they're even like they're even lower on the totem pole as far as Marvel characters, and that's just a consequence of which I don't get because Marvel has characters. They have a, they have a ginormous. But to be fair, they do, but their but their A list characters they are Spider Man. It's Spider. It's Spider Man and X Men. They've gone through. No, no, no. Marvel they, is all Spider Man X. No, no, no. They've. It's not just Spider Man and X Men. All the characters who aren't the Spider Man and the X Men. They've gone through already, which is the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, all the Avengers characters are all the major characters. They've already gone through all of those. Uh, they can't use. They've done Spider Man, and they're still back and forth with Sony about that. I mean, the best yes. Marvel that came out this past year was, you know, Spider-Man: No Way Home, and that movie's fucking great. But it that's, was great, but that's a build-up, you that, know. Yeah, yeah. But then you, you know, I mean, they still, we still have to yet to see a decent Fantastic Four movie, which I heard that there was a new one in development under the MCU, and yeah. now it lost its director. There, I don't know. I'm thinking that you didn't. Did you see Doctor Strange? No. Then I'm not going to say a word. We're not going to say a word about that. Uh, that being said, uh, they have a giant roster of great characters. They're all mutants. Yes. And they can't use they, them yet. They have the, Yeah, they have to introduce them. They have to introduce them. So they have to go – they have to make a bunch of these characters. And, and to be perfectly honest, like, you know, losing Chadwick Boseman is a tragedy, but also, like, you know, Black Panther post uh, Taika, he, he, that's a, you know, there were like two or three characters, two or three creators on the books who made Black Panther great. And all Tana of that. Quote, you mean. Yes. And, and to the guy who doesn't get credit at all for two of the biggest characters, and I brought this up on on the podcast before is Christopher Priest, mm -hmm. uh, one of the most influential runs on Black Panther and one of the most influential as far as influence on the movies runs on Deadpool. And he does not get, he has not gotten any credit for what I've seen for doing any of that. And he's salty about it too. Like, uh, and part of the reason, no, part of the reason he doesn't, doesn't, he doesn't get the credit and the love he deserves is because he runs his mouth a lot. <laughs> Right, like, look, rightfully so, but I think one of the reasons why he hasn't gotten the shine from Marvel that, say, Coates has is because he's said some, he's he's bitched a lot about them. <laughs> like, like I said, rightfully so, but but still. Um, but what I was going to say is that all the characters that they're pushing right now 
I don't none care. Of the, none of them are. And on top of that, if yeah, Captain they may. Marvel's not a great these character in the comics. Maybe still have other lame. characters that could be could that could be further explored. You have the 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 Ghost Rider and that universe of characters. No one cares about Ghost Rider. Well, it hasn't been really. But the thing it is, hasn't been we don't have Marvel. a Chris Evans or RDJ. No, to sell those characters. Yeah. You know, and that's, yeah, as we understood, Iron Man, who cared about Iron Man or Captain America or a Thor? But if you have a perfect casting, those actors can sell them. You know, Oscar there's Isaac nothing. Oscar is great, but he got hamstrung. Well, see, here's the thing. To be honest, that suit was very, I hated that suit. It, it looks even stupid. Even without watching well, it. Well, here's the thing. It looks stupid. Here's what and the ending fucking pissed me off. Yeah. That <laughs> fucking pissed me definitely. off. So here's the thing, uh, the other thing that they keep making a mistake, the, one of the huge things, even in the shows that they keep doing is they, they love Marvel because it's worked for them. They love their flashy set piece. You know what I mean? Their big CGI battle. There's a big CGI battle. Moon Knight, you know, in spite of the fact that he has like a mystical background, I mean, Moon Knight is the intro to the world that would include people like Ghost Rider and, and you know... And Blade and Morbius. And Blade and... and well, Morbius is Spider-Man. Morbius but, but Blade and, you know, characters like that. The problem is that... Because uh, they squeezed it into that Marvel fan... Like, that... Moon Knight is in the same... The reason why I bring up Iron Fist is that it's it's that... It's a different vibe. It's it's the Netflix vibe that really is what they need. Also, like the biggest problem, like the reason why that suit didn't work, it's all CG. Yeah. Like it should have. Like they they keep doing their their big effects because that's what they think gets. It's yeah. I, I yeah, mean, they got ILM, but there's a point where practical wouldn't. Yeah, perfect, when you were especially for on a street. He is that a street level character? Yeah, a little more practical wor- will work out a lot better. Yeah, yeah, he'll look too much like Batman, but I mean, come on, it's kind of obvious. You you stole a lot of Batman characteristics to make Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. just roll with it. You know, yeah, make yeah. it look. You, a little you better. have all the same. And how do you know that? Because all the people who worked on Batman, either pre Moon Knight or post Moon Knight either worked on Batman before they worked on Moon Knight or worked on Batman after they worked on Moon Knight. <laughs> like, in the comic book. Like, yeah, it's... it's, Yeah, like, without spoiling, it's it's okay. Uh, there were some... There were some like, it's Oscar better I- than Hawkeye. Yeah, just, yeah. But that's not saying much. Uh, Oscar Isaac it's not is, much. is great. And he, once again, he carries it. He, he's, he's not car- a problem. He's carrying he's a not lot the problem. He's a good actor. I love he's Ethan Hawke, too, but it's just like, I don't know what he... I, I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure what, what he's doing. doing. Yeah, he doesn't seem the type of actor that. But he's good. In I mean, he was a no, good a, villain in the show. He, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just overall the, the, the just. It the, just didn't wasn't well put together. Yeah, you know. It's well, it's another example of, of weird, weird of like all the is like the elements were there, but it just wasn't. I think it, I think it's coming down to what we've been saying is just that the. It's like the CW formula, like the Marvel formula. There are characters where it doesn't work for, and because it's worked for them in the movies so goddamn successfully, they do, they don't want to break for it. I mean, the exceptions are end up being 
uh, I mean, there's movies, but but just like that they're, I mean, I don't know about the guy who was the showrunner on Moon Knight. Uh, they got a guy, you know, who has they, the, the ethnic background, I guess. Egyptian. You know? Yeah. He, yeah. He, okay. Which is fine, but I don't know anything about him. Uh, so I can't comment on, like, you know, what he's done before, or, you know. Uh, what I can say is, like, I'm super, like, I was I was kind of looking forward to it. Like, we won't discuss Dr. Trange, but, but like, I was kind of looking forward to it. I wasn't super excited about it. I'm super excited about Love and Thunder, but I'm super excited about Love and Thunder because it's Taika. And <laughs> but to be fair, I think it's safe to say we both enjoyed Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah it definitely. is. Yeah. It's a fun ride. It's 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 amazing. It's not my favorite multiverse movie. That's I is uh, everything 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 everywhere all at once is a better multiverse movie. Yeah. Okay. But if you just want to have two hours where you're having fun and you won't regret it, it is really amazing. That's what Doctor Strange is. I mean, my biggest criticism of that movie, uh, without spoiling anything, because you don't know who the character is and she's in the preview, so it doesn't matter. Is it was a really bad intro to America Chavez. <laughs> I didn't a, even know she was in it. Yeah, I didn't know it was her I until until I saw. I was just like, oh, that's oh, that's who that is. And then I was just like, why is she? Oh, okay, I guess it makes sense that she's in this. Oh, but I don't really care about her as a character. This is a terrible introduction to her. Let me. Once you're ready, once you've seen it, I we should talk about the bad guy. Yes. Of this. And to yeah, see yeah. if it makes sense. Yes. Because I'd like to see your point of view based on what we saw from something else. Does it make sense? I'd like to see yeah, that yeah, your yeah, perspective. Yeah. There's other stuff we can't talk about that I'd also like to really talk about. Uh, <clears throat> about Dr. But Strange. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, um, I've, good, read, I've, re- I've read some... I've, I've tried to stay away from reviews. Some reviews kind of echo what you just Don't said. Don't watch the internet because they'll fucking... And then... Oh, yeah, it's hard sometimes. You know, like... So even when you're not looking for it, it just comes at you. Because I was... Lo- surprised by some of the things I saw and I was really excited that I didn't know about a lot of things. And then other things I read uh, I thought I would be more excited about them and I wasn't. When I actually saw them on screen. You're an evil person. You don't like to be happy. That's not true. You don't like to be happy at all. When I saw them in Spider-Man I loved them. You don't don't like... I loved them in Spider-Man. You hate I joy. didn't love them you as hate much joy. inspired. I, I, I'm sorry. That's not true because I, I you hate joy. No, I don't. You find things I don't, to nitpick. I don't. And then you I shit don't on hate things. Joy no matter. Because, you, because of the show I just finished watching. You know I don't hate joy. You know I don't hate joy because okay. the show I just right. finished yeah. watching okay. is possibly the most yes. joyful show I've seen you know, in the past like ten years. Means death is great. You but need, I think when it comes, it. it's all right. so fantastic. It is. That's it's a great. Yes, it's a great love story it is a it is a pirate show uh produced by taika waiki and he's in it starring reese darby has a bunch of guest stars it is a pirate show that is not so secretly a romantic comedy (laughs) and it it is it is it's not just that it's it's It's, perfect it's sweet uh it's a really feel-good show it's uh, really it has a lot of queer elements that they don't that are just it's Truth there. It's normalized. You know, you know. It's it's. There's so much stuff. Of, and again, like credit to David uh, David Jenkins, uh, who's the creator and the head writer and Taika, for it's just. 
that's what, what I was, why I was one of the reasons I was bringing about Thor: Love and Thunder. Is that there's just certain guys who's just like, and they they actually commented about this in back when he did Thor: Ragnarok. Is like he knows how to work in the system, but also everything he does to I would say to an even greater extent uh, than James Gunn, just it he can transcend the the sandbox he has to play in, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, he's apparently doing the next, whatever the next Star Wars movie is, and I'm, I'm super excited about that. I don't, I don't care that. what it is. I don't care what it is because he, you know. And he, Kevin Feige's doing, is doing another uh, Star Wars movie as well. Oh, he's and that's, overseeing that's, that. that's the I'm other. I'm curious. Feige? The, Feige. The, that's the other. Uh, Feige. Interesting. That's interesting. The, the other thing about Doctor Strange. He knows vision. Uh, he knows how to do vision, man. Uh, the other thing but about he, Doctor Strange, I will also say, uh, as far as like Marvel movies and directors, it, it really felt like a samurai. <laughs> so, so. I appreciate that. And I appreciate Marvel allowing him to be samurai. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about that. You were saying. Yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, about Feige getting, in, getting involved in Star Wars, uh, you know, he is a visionary, yes. I'm just concerned about him overextending himself in two different worlds um where you think he hasn't planned the next 20 years of marvel i think he's good well well it, it, even even without that it's i think it's disney going hey you've been handling this one arm of our thing really really well do you want to play in this other sandbox that we own i don't know there's uh, like a if you can fix <laughs> it's like you know what's the term you know dick measuring i don't know feige versus kathleen kennedy you know kathleen is miss uh star wars feige's mr marvel and to be fair feige's got more w's underneath his belt but wasn't like dave filoni um taking the reins on the shows hold on we need to pause for a second okay Yeah, so simple. So simple. <laughs> Where I, I started recording again. We missed all of his as uh, Rich's beauty secrets for uh, for I how hate, to dress I well. I fucking hate Rich's ability just to look like the dopest motherfucker alive without making. I could have another one. Yes. No, Mike. Oh, Mike. Oh, sorry. Am I it? Yeah. Either way. There um, is. Yeah. Just fucking hating. Probably look like that. Dude, but you look great in a suit. What are you talking about? No, no, but you've got like the fucking James Bond carousel of suits. I'm sure you do, and you're probably (laughs) not admitting to that. All of of my. You've got a quartermaster with the deadly suits you need to wear. The two suits that I have looked really good until about a about like a year and a half ago, and now I put them on. They they don't look bad, but they don't look good anymore i need to get them all tailored and i need to get like an i by the way i don't know when we're gonna do i mean i can do that i don't know when because i'm actually not getting my tax refund well i got a lovely uh this is completely unrelated yeah well because i owe taxes from like two years ago so they just sent me a notice saying yeah we're just gonna take all of that money and i was like oh thanks for thanks for Letting me know that and not giving me the option of whether you were going to take all that money. They just took all that money. 
to pay. With, on the bright side, I've paid off a you know a, a nice chunk of change of the tax that I owed from like previous years, but it means I I don't have that money to use for anything. Uh, just be like uh, Elon Musk, you know. Be like, I'll pay you. I have it. I have it. I have it. I, it's not liquid, but I I have it, and you'll get it. Uh, but yeah, we were talking about. Star Wars. Sorry, I <laughs> we get distracted by money issues and 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 suits. Oh yeah, I think we were mentioning how Feige was uh, being tasked with doing like a Star Wars film, and Rich was like surprised by that. You know? I don't. I don't know his. I don't. I don't know the extent of like his filmmaking experience, so I don't know. I can't comment on that, to be perfectly honest. He's Same not, with the he's guy not really a director. Is he going to be directing? It's a non-MCU movie, so that's the, that's the surprising fact about his involvement. It's like he's doing Star Wars instead of being part of a Marvel film or TV show. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But as I was trying to say that, for me, there is way more momentum with Star Wars yeah. property right now than it is for the MCU. I mean, at first I was like, all writing out as a DC fan, I was very impressed by what Marvel was able, Marvel slash DC, uh, uh, Disney was able to do with these characters and these movies. But now they've hit a wall post. Well, well what is it? Well, like, I thought, I thought I what no was going to, about these characters. What, what it, I think it was, what it, exactly what is going to happen is that they were doing so well for so long and the formula formula was working for so long that they they are now refusing to break the formula, and the formula is the problem now with the movies. And and also, I mean, look, I'm a Marvel stan, and I completely agree with you that like, uh, you know, and they haven't had a good track record because, you know, some of those characters, the very first people forget this. They always forget this, but the very first successful Marvel film was a, was a movie they didn't put the Marvel label on, and it was an R-rated film, and it was a D-list character who was not very interesting or entertaining in comic books. And I think that's why they were able to do what they did with it is because no one knew who this character was. They didn't promote it as a Marvel character, which in... Aviarad, however you might feel about him, Wesley, uh, uh, made the comment that it's like one of the dumbest things they ever did was that they didn't slap the Marvel name on those Blade movies. It was a perfect casting. Once again, it doesn't matter how how low the rung the character is. You got a good actor, which in this case Wesley Snipes was tailor made for the character. It will and you you have. Uh, a decent director for the first film and a fantastic director for the second film. And I like the first film. Fuck I like you, man. The first film was dope. And introduce me to techno and electronica. The first movie is great. I'm not saying it. I'm saying that Steve Norrington is not a... That like That's a great movie that he made. He's not a great director in general. Guillermo del Toro! <laughs> it's a great day. And then they handed it over to David Goyer, who was the writer, to direct the third film, and it's not it's not good. It's not terrible, but it's not it's you know, after the second one, it's like I what are we doing here? Bring myself to watch it again. 
I watched it again recently. I was like, it's okay. It's fine. Um, but yeah, now that, it, like, you know, they can't, they have a fantastic actor, but, like, they got to break out of this formula before they get to him. I just don't like the formula. Yeah, yeah. They got to break out of it before they get to him. He is, a, that character is an R rated character. Yeah. You know, you got to. Yeah. Um, you guys probably talk probably dedicated an entire podcast to this, but I finally watched the Batman. And damn. Oh, shit. You're finally into dun, 2022. Alright. Right. <laughs> I had to fight with this motherfucker. I'm the night years. of, the night of. I've since okay. I came around. I've told you this. I'm all ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I liked it. I liked it. I liked that it's original. Um, it explored a lot of things about the Batman character, not the Bruce Wayne character. The Batman. That's why it's called the Batman. That haven't been explored before especially the detective aspects, um, the technique, the, um, the tools that he uses. And some of them, the ones I, I love the, the, the use of contact lenses to record. That, his was, that was dope. That was great. Um, that aspect of it, I, I really appreciated. Like finally that this was being shown. It's been, it, it's been, dabbled into explored a little bit here and there in other films including the nolan films about what the detective yeah the detective aspects but not to the degree that this film does um i liked the tone it was more it was more drawn out more mellow it felt very film noir was that heavy for you i mean because i know for like i the, the test to see of a good comic book film is whether or not my kids, my students, would be down for it. They couldn't sit through. Mr. Anton, three hours long. I don't think. I, yeah, I don't think. Well, depend. I mean, I mean it's not actually like. No, there's not Dr. enough stuff Strange. blowing. blowing no, up. it's yeah. not. It's it's not. I mean, there are action sequences, but it it's it is dialogue heavy. Um, it's very film noir. It's very. It's, it feels very much like a film. Um, to, to the point where some of it seemed unintentionally funny, but that's and all the detective stuff in every single Batman film. This was my main, still my main criticism of it, is they always talk about the detective, the detective, the detective, and they even made a huge deal about it in this film. And and like I said, after repeated viewings, I actually think the movie's great. My biggest criticism isn't just of this particular Batman film. It is of this particular Batman film because of how much of a big deal they made about it, all the reviews, uh, the detective element, the detective element, they always dumb it down so much. It's a less, it's a less, it's a less... It's highly challenging that would make you happy. Sherlock Holmes. I get it. No, I get it. I get it. It's you're not. It's a less dumbed down version than the Nolan version. I mean, the thing you know, is, once again, as in I hindsight, was, as I push back on Jamie, you're making a mass market. Yeah, movie. that's fair. You're I get it. I get it. it for I, a certain yeah. group of people who are just reading it. Movies, you gotta broaden, you know, broaden the tent and get more people in. 
you you really got to put it in your mouth. It's not a it's not a David Lynch film. Rich, yeah, you more than actually Eve has to do this. I'm worried about this the least with you. Literally, even with that the volume all the way up, you need to like have it like right next to your mouth, like you're blowing it. I mean, I don't mean to be I don't mean to be I don't mean to be crude, but 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 like that's. I will get stands that we could just put up at some point. I just don't have enough of them. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, what did you think about like the casting and most specifically the interpretation of the Bruce Wayne Batman compared yeah. to the other Bruce Wayne right. Batmans? That I, I thought the casting was very good. I, I, you look. I had no doubt that Robert Pattinson was going to be able to pull off a young Batman. Because I've been seeing his progression as an actor. Have you seen some of his other stuff, like The Lighthouse? I've been told that I need to see The yeah, Lighthouse. Yeah, I want to see The Lighthouse. Everybody's, everybody's has a There's great also the one where he plays like Bruce Wayne, but like corrupt Bruce Wayne. I forget what the movie is called, that apparently he's also. The Safdie Brothers movie, he's apparently. Yeah. He's uh, been in a ton of stuff. I, I, I mean, he was great in, um, I mean, he was good in Tenet. Tenet. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he, he was very good in Tenet. Um, I heard he's very good in Good Time. That, oh, I heard about that. Yeah, I haven't watched that, but I thought he, I, I heard he was very good in that. So he's been a, he's had a very solid progression as an as an actor. So I had no doubt that he was going to perform, well, 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 give well, an interpretation the, to the character that uh, that we haven't seen and, and interpreted well as a younger Bruce Wayne. To see the the unfair thing about the success and however you might feel about the Twilight movies is the Twilight movies is are actually full of fantastic actors. They're just not good movies. Like You gotta start somewhere, I guess. Like, Robert Patterson is a great actor. Kristen Stewart's actually a great actor. Fucking, what's his name from, from, uh, uh, God. no, Michael Sheen. He's in the fucking Twilight movies. Yeah, he plays like the head of the vampires. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, it, that movie's full of like great actors in big roles and small roles. It's just, you know, it's one of those movies that's like, it's so much, you just cat, you just throw everybody at it. So there's young actors in that who are terrible. There's young actors in that who are fantastic. I mean, uh, what's her name? Plays her best friend. Anna Kendrick plays her friend. And the Twilight. Yeah, she plays she plays Kristen Stewart's like like best human friend in that movie in those movies. Yeah, like I said, those like say what I feel. That's why I feel like if you're in, it's like like uh uh what's his name Harry Potter. Uh, the actor. Why can't I think of his name? Oh my god. Yeah, Harry Potter dude. Okay. Yeah, well, but the, that cast, like, because they did those movies for so long, it's hard to see them not as those characters. Yeah. But it, it's also for he's playing Weird Al next. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, the, <laughs> what hurt Robert Pattinson is the, is the fact that everyone hated his Twilight films. Sure. No one hated the Harry Potter films. Well, so no. They, in, fair, in fairness, the people who want a a like grizzled Batman hated Robert Patterson because of the Twilight films because it no there were a shit ton of people who loved those movies most of them were teenage girls like that's fine that's not who you know that was not all the people who were the same the same type of people who were upset 
at Robert Patterson's Caddis casting are the same, the exact same people who were upset when Heath Ledger was cast as, as the Joker. It's just, he's, it's just, oh, he's too pretty. It's like, yeah, that's because you only have one view of who this actor is. You, you forgot that he's a fucking actor. <laughs> like, you know. But yeah, you and you had like Jeffrey Wright as the commissioner yeah. um, uh, before he, he before he was the commissioner. Uh, Colin Farrell. Uh, Colin Farrell. It's you had um, and um, uh, what's his name? Paul Dano. No, uh, no. As, as Alfred. Uh, oh, um, Smeagol. You know why can't? It, wow, we're we're terrible. We're it's getting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I thought he would. He it'll, played. It'll I, I, I thought he played a great. A he thought he would play a very good Alfred. I mean, Although Matt. Very, it's a very small scene, but I hope that they expand his role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he even helped with uh, detective work uh, in a couple of scenes. Look, Matt Reeves, I, uh, he's he. I didn't know him at first, but then you know he directed the Apes movies, and I I loved each of them. All of them. They're, I mean, they're way, way better than they have any right to be. Yeah. Than they need to be, honestly. He <laughs> like, it, it, I remember, I think we remember we went to see it when, like, the first one. Yeah. And I w- remember walking out of that thing, like, this movie is phenomenal. Yeah. And I, it, uh, that's how I learned more about Matt Reeves and, you know, his trajectory as a as a director. And so when he when he took over this, this project, I knew he was going to, Create something good and original, and he did. Um, that being said, you know, I look. It's not. It. it it's comic book movie of the year. Yeah. So I, far. Yeah. yeah I, I would give you so. that. It's. It's still. To me, it. I mean, I. I need to watch it. I still need to watch it more times. Because technically, I've Spider-Man was last year, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've only watched it once. I. I don't think it. Andy Circus. There we go. Andy Circus. Thank you. It doesn't. It's still not. It doesn't quite go. Over, it's, it doesn't quite beat out the Dark Knight. Um, really, you know. Uh, but uh, what made the dark, the dark Knight great to me was the uh, the cast, the level of For talent. Me, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Ledger, Heath Ledger carried the Dark Knight. He yeah. did. You know, I agree. Uh, his performance was that uh, magnetic. Yeah. But for this movie. I didn't feel that Batman was needed to be carried. I felt that Batman was just unique. He didn't need to have major, uh, major dialogue. You know, yeah. he was quite expressive, expressive with his eyes only. Yeah. You know, the cast was great. Dan was great. So you, I felt that this movie was just so balanced. Uh, also, also, to I, what I, I got. And I, I thought movie. that Christian Bale played a very good Batman for the time period that was being depicted, right? Batman in his prime, or maybe in his later years. Um, no, that's that's Batman year one, is what that, it's year, that is the first year or two of Batman being Batman. First three years, yeah. I would say, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're talking about Christian Bale? Yeah. yeah, all the Christian Bale movies are, are still like, the first like two or three years of him mm-hmm. being Batman. But he's older. But he's, he's an older, older yeah. Batman. Yeah. He's an older he's Batman. A new Batman. But this for this, this one, he's way younger. He's yeah. in his twenties. I he's, don't know where, but he's young. Yeah, he's, he's definitely he's, young. So it gives you that take. 
Um, you know, he doesn't have ultra sophisticated gadgetry. He's stupid. You know, yeah. walk into a fucking shotgun, <laughs> you know, dodge that shit. Yeah. No. You know, it even, it even, it's even showed by the Batmobile. Like the Batmobile is cool in this movie. That. It's cool, but it's not. That, Look, let's, that, let's face that grew, it. That grew on me the second, the second let's, time around. Let's face it. It's not, it's not the Tumblr. I don't care. Uh, but that being said, this film has one of the best chase scenes that I've is, ever seen. Yeah. Mm, that's some sexy shit. Right I, yeah. I, I will also say one of the things that I, uh, that goes back to the. I mean, we co- we've covered Batman, but I don't mind talking about it more. Uh, I don't know, honestly, because uh, it's like I said, at repeating viewers, like, like I have a much more positive view of it. Uh, I will say, harking back to the 1989 Batman, uh, the Tim Burton Batman, this is the first Batman in a really long time in which the city itself feels like a character. Yeah. You really get a vibe for, you know... It's dirty. In it, well, like, individual... Like, just the police force in general, the po- politicians in general. <laughs> you had, um... What's his name? As, um... Carmine Falcone. Uh, that Falcone. was great. Fal- Falcone. Falcone? Yeah. It's not Falcone? John, John, yeah, it's no, John Turturro. No, say Falcone. 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 Yeah. Um, John Turturro. Great. What that was, I kind did of not expect that. choice, but great. Did not oh, expect great. that. He's a fucking great actor, and he's also great in Severance. He's great in Severance. It's the one show I'll probably get around um, to. Yeah, everybody was solid in this. Um, I loved Colin Farrell's uh, depiction. Just the way I didn't the, think I would love the Penguin. <clears throat> but the, in this version, the Penguin is—he's like he's in the mob. Yeah, you know he's not a hot. He's not all the way up, but he's he's rising. He's you know he's he's rising. And there. he hasn't become that guy yet. Uh, I'd be interested to see you know because I would love to see more in this world, of Batman. I would love to see a progression of not necessarily becoming like the comic book comic book because in in some versions, as you well know, in the Batman comics, the, the Penguin is like mm. his own little mob boss. And then uh, and then Paul Dano uh, was, he, I mean, he's he's I've really Paul Dano is Paul Dano is always good. Even I mean, even when he was very young, he always played disturbing characters. I mean, yeah, like, watch watch Prisoners. Watch Prisoners, because he's in it, and he's he, he's just as disturbing. But he was much younger then. Oh, he's he's even younger in Little Miss Sunshine. He's great he's in Little in Miss that? Sunshine. He's the older yeah, brother. Yeah, that's right. Should he's the older more? brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Prisoners with I mean, you. But, but look, look, if you want the movie that will prove to you once and for all that Paul Dano is a fantastic actor, just watch There Will Be, there will be Blood. Oh yeah, of course. Because he has to hold his own yeah. opposite Daniel yeah. Day Lewis, and no, that's, no, he, that's impossible. He nailed it with yeah. that, that performance. He his performance was excellent in there, but in Prisoners, you get to see a very disturbing side of what he can do. Yeah, you know, and he's there. He's with Hugh Jackman and um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Great movie. Uh, Denis Villeneuve directed. Um, Okay, my my one complaint about the Batman. <laughs> that I, I didn't I, I I just I just thought it felt out of place and maybe. What do you mean out of place? I have, granted I've only seen it once, 
But at the end of the movie, when Dano's in, when oh. the, when Riddler's in prison and he's talking to that other character next door, which is clearly the Joker, it felt it fell out of place. It felt forced. I agree. It doesn't. In hindsight, it doesn't hurt any of the rest of the movie of that. I am intrigued because the guy, odd choice, the actor that they picked. They I picked and I, I actually, I, I actually yeah. watched the deleted scene where they actually show him. Seen I've seen the deleted scene, and I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's a good choice to cut that. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he what. Um, Reeves was trying to establish is not to allude to a new Joker film, but to the fact that Joker is around and Batman has confronted. I hope so. I don't. Arkham is starting. It's just overdone. Hero. I mean, once again, you don't have to make a Joker film because once again, you've got the guy from Eternals. He already has his commitments. So you're not going to establish a new Joker film, but what you can is uh, what you can establish is the fact that in this world, He's Batman there. has faced other super yeah, yeah, villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope know, so. I hope Joker, that's. I mean, the Riddler is yeah. not the only one. Yeah. Know? So if that's the case, it's a throwaway scene. I don't mind because yeah. it does not. I would love to. And they, and they got some time to like you know. It's almost like that was the test thing of like, uh, it's like people were like, oh, it felt tacked on and kind of cheesy. It was like, uh, you can correct, you can correct, self-correct, you know, after that. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It was like, it didn't. I, it, it was tacked on, but I'm glad that it was not inserted in the main parts of the film. And then Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. I thought she was great. Yeah, she's she great. Good. Um, just yeah, the cinematography. It felt it. It felt it actually felt like I was watching a visual comic book. Yeah, and not in a, is, and not in a cheesy way. Not in a cheesy yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Not like Sin City. You know, remember that? It, not yeah. not like that. For Sin City, well, no, no, no. My my bad example of someone taking that too far is Angley's Hulk. Oh, the Hulk. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But as we mentioned, this is where you push back against the Marvel formula where you yeah. allow the director to put their own stamp on things, you know, and this is allowing the director to apply their own skill sets to making movie allows a visually rich, doesn't have to be all CG, but yeah. just like visually unique with the cinema, cinematography, you know, the lighting, and I gotta say, everything. Cre credit, so credit, credit where credit is due as far as like not overusing CG. There's a there's 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 a not, there's so much that's practical in the Batman that when there is CG it, it is well some of the scenes I I don't understand why they use CG because there's and that's the ones that stood out for me that were kind of glaring was just like there was one or two with like them just riding the motorcycles yeah and I was just like that's clearly CG. Why are they? Why is that CG? They're not doing anything. No capes. I get that. Yeah, but but they did, but it wasn't just the cape. It was the entire thing. It was very weird. There's a there's one or two scenes in it that are like stuff that like uh, maybe because it was the angle they were shooting or they had also to fit they it used, into the background. They used a lot of giant LCD screens. Yeah, I heard about the volume and how 
they used uh, especially for like the the background. Yeah, yeah they, uh, they used they yeah. used a lot of sunsets. Mm-hmm. They actually could pr- um, create you know any time of day because they filmed in front of uh, literally giant LCD Without screens. The need of like green screens. You know? Yeah, so that was practical. Still, yeah. I'm not sure how the how exactly that was pulled off. You get you well. Um, so there, there are things because I was just listening to a podcast where people were talking about like stunts, and there are ways that you can use CG. And some of the ways they use CG is like they just completely com- replace a person, and you can tell, and it's not as well. Like the LC, there's ways that you could do that and then clean it up digitally in the computer so that it's not so that it blends. Uh, and that's like a mix of like, pre- uh, yeah. There's there's a there's a surprising amount for a movie like of this scale, and a superhero movie of stuff that either is just practical or looks like it's practical. Uh, when it might be a mix or it might be completely CG. Like it's yeah, it, yeah. It was really good. I mean, it's like it's it definitely put its stamp on just like the visual look. You know, it does look uniquely Batman. Yeah, it's all gray and blacks and blah, 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 but it makes sense for a Batman character. You know, his world is supposed to be that. You don't want that in Superman or The Flash or Justice League. Moon Knight could have used more of it. Um, <laughs> that is true. That uh, is true. Um, considering that... that weird CG with a suit. You know, yeah. I don't mind that, but at least have a real suit. Has, has anyone... You would think that they would have learned from, like... Green Lantern by now that there are certain things that don't look good when they're completely CG. <laughs> like to be fair, no one's gonna compare them to with the Green. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Green Lantern. Um, so I think Disney was like, you know, it may be bad, but it's not gonna be that bad. You know. Um, so so yeah, I'm glad so they enjoyed the, so the Batman. So and I wish you get on um, uh, Doctor Strange too. Yeah, and get on get yeah. on that and we do, you guys do need watch to watch that movie. Everything ever. All yeah, at once. next it next is, week, next week, it next is week. Such a touch. I film. really wanted to see. I was a little salt. I was a little. I was a little salty. You saw it without me. Honestly, I will watch it. Yeah, with yeah. You. Next week. I next week. Um, that being Where's said, uh, you see, he's not gonna go. He's not gonna see it. Because yeah, it's, you, in, the you, it's you, in theaters. You have to see it. What's this called? Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's a Michelle Yeoh film. And it's done by the guys who did Swiss Army Man, which if you've never seen Swiss, which is funny I've because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, I don't know if Seeds was Seeds Swiss Army Man in any way. Well, <laughs> probably not because that movie's fucking insane. Daniel Radcliffe. There you go. Harry Potter plays a corpse in that. And I forget the other guy who's it. Yeah, it's that movie. I've seen that movie. That movie's like when I heard that, that those were the two guys who were doing this, I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm there. And I love the shit out of Michelle Yeoh. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, it's like a really touching movie about like family uh, generational trauma, you know, and immigrant experience. Told, told through the prism of a multiverse yes. so <laughs> sci fi film. So her character to save the universe has to visit the her variants to acquire their skill sets. So in one multiverse, she's a famous action superstar. 
and another one, she's a violinist, another one, she's a chef. Um, and she pulls on that in order to survive being attacked by this weird bad guy that wants to take her down. Um, and it's just amazing. It's, ama it's funny. And it's just like, if you've got like any, if you grew up like with an immigrant household, if you've got issues or like you grew up, you know, with issues with your parents, you know, where they don't approve of you, it's, you'll identify with that, you know? It's just like, it's such a heartwarming film, something I wish Doctor Strange had more of. Yeah. Um, but it's the one big, it's the one big, it's the one big gap in Doctor Strange is that, and I'll just say again, Marvel movies in general is that they keep, it's too much spectacle. And because we can't talk about the villain, yeah. we can't talk about the one element of the, of Doctor Strange that could have ah, fucking, fuck. yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah, you're right. I mean, that's fucking the, fuck. we that's, can't talk about it. Marvel <laughs> films lack, uh, that sometimes they'd lack that grounding yeah. in um, having, I guess, more sentimental so, so, so moments. So talking about lacking any grounding whatsoever, because I, I don't think we're going to get to Picard, because I do really want to talk about Picard, both seasons one and two, because season two just ended. Uh, I probably am not going to have Paramount+. Plus. Like, who knows whether they're going to have a season three. It doesn't really – I don't think they should. I know they're going because to. They the they shouldn't. I know. We need to see the past come back together yeah. for one final ride. You know. I, I mean, I was very let down by the second season, but I want to see them come back together before Patrick. It was it was a little it was a little yeah it was yeah he's he was moving pretty slow in some of yeah. those episodes, especially because they're still trying to have him be that Picard. It's like, dude, it's been. 30 years. It sounds so frail in he Star really Trek. I'm like, oh, man. The one thing I, would, I do appreciate about that, about this arc is, as far as him, is his emotional arc is great in this season. However you feel about the individual episodes, which were a little uneven, some of the stuff like Rios and Gerardi, I had some mixed feelings, although... Yeah... Allison Pill. Oh, I love me some Allison Pill. She's a really hot nerd girl, and she's a hot from nerd Scott Pilgrim. The drummer girl, oh, the redhead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I just discovered, speaking of Scott Pilgrim, that Audrey Plaza was in Scott Pilgrim. Yes, There's a lot of people were in that. It's, it's Audrey Plaza, Anna Kendrick. Uh, I was watching Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Like oh, the all we know about her. All, the whole all, the whole female cast in that are all like went on. Yeah, to I do. was watching an interview with. Uh, they did Audrey much better Pilgrim. than the rest of the cast. And she was talking about her time filming Scott Pilgrim, and that was apparently that was a lot of fun shit happened during yeah. the filming. Um, I was like, what? Oh, and then they showed the scene. I'm like, oh yeah. That. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. Uh, also, if you talking about stuff that Aubrey, Pro, Aubrey Plaza is great in and is batshit TV shows, uh, I know neither of you watched or have watched Legion. Legion is fantastic. <laughs> Was fantastic. The best, including the movies, in my opinion, the best X Men thing that has ever come out, and it's the best X Men thing that has ever come out. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it's the best X Men thing that has come out, mostly because it largely ignores the X Men. 
for the most part. I mean, Charles Xavier, well, like it, yeah. but, but, but it's also one of the great things about it is you see they've done this in the comic books to a, to a greater extent, but you haven't seen it really in the movies or the TV shows. Uh, in Legion, you really see that because young Professor Xavier, uh, young Charles Xavier is a character in it, and you, if you don't know anything about David Hall, Legion, Professor X is his dad. Uh, Moira, Moira, yeah, Moira Matarga is not his mom. His mom, even in the comic books, is a woman who Charles Xavier was treating in a mental because he was using telepathy to help people in like a mental institution. He helped like cure, treat a mentally traumatized woman, and then left with her, married her, and had a kid with her. And, like, in Legion, you really see it's like, oh, being a tel- telepath has made you into kind of a manipulative, awful bastard, even if you're not intending to be. That's one of the things that they lead, they kind of allude to in the comics a lot. And you see it in the movies a little bit, too, is the fact that he can control people's minds. Even when he's well-intentioned, he is just manipulative and kind of... I mean, he's he's evil. He's only not evil because he thinks he's doing the right thing. All this, but he's so god. He's a fucking bastard. <laughs> he's such a fucking. And that shows just batshit crazy. And yeah, it's great. Sidebar. Um. Yeah. I mean, he's about to die, and we want to make sure the band comes back together for one last. Also, you know, uh, Orla Brady. God, I love her too. Like, I mean, that is like that. Sh- uh, the when he goes to see Riker and Troy and the family oh, on their farm, I, 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 cried to that. I, I got a little choked up. Uh, yeah, like it, so. Also, the cre- Akiva Goldsman and Michael Chabon are like creators and writers on that show. Michael Chabon is like just this incredible like author. And he's a huge nerd, so it's just, again, like, handing it to people who are, like, not only are they making nostalgia references to Next Generation, but there's enough new shit in there that it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it was, yeah. It was great. I don't know so much about Jurati becoming the board queen, but... Well, I mean, it's, at least it concludes, you know, uh, the core part of Star Trek. Yeah. I'm not going to watch Strange New Worlds because I'm not going to have Paramount Plus long enough to... But I wish you did because... I'm sure. Okay, God. <laughs> it is Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, like a best of both worlds of like the serialized nature of like, you know, what we've seen in modern television with married with you know, classic Star Trek. I'm, I'm sure, the, but... but uh, mission of the week. And, and, and most importantly, a fleshing out the crew, which oh, uh, we did not get. That's true. Discovery. That was my major gripe. I mean, I don't mind Burnham, but Burnham all the time was annoying. I need to know about the chief engineer. I need yeah. to know about the pilot. You that was my main. Cri- I only watched the first season of that, and that was back in back a while ago. And my main criticism of that was just like, did you, what? What about the rest of the people who were on this goddamn ship? I don't even know their, their names. I don't know their names. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, this show is great. You know, um, the cast, damn it, they're fucking handsome. Uh, it makes Fair. Me jealous. But they're great. And the chemistry that they have is just 
it's very promising and I'm, I'm excited for what they're doing with this show. On the other hand, Halo is not great. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say for now. Is from what great? I've heard from the internet, Master Chief had sex. So. That's apparently the episode, it's apparently the episode <laughs> yeah. that was on tonight. Yeah. I haven't, so, we haven't watched, uh, we haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not going to watch that. Okay. But speaking of uncoordinated things and things where people are having sex and there's weird violence and everything, let's talk about Raised by Wolves, even though I haven't finished those last two episodes. Raised by Wolves. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. Well. I, I mean, have not watched the finale. I, it doesn't matter if you spoil it. I don't care enough about anything that's happening in the show. I expected weird, and it got weird. What's what's good about it? I have to like backtrack because I haven't. It's been. I, I I didn't finish it recently. So, but what I what is consistent about this series and throughout season one is the characters. The characters are well developed. Um, you it explores. Um, the imperfections within each and the the conflicts that <clears throat> that come up and and then but then like season two just takes it up another notch into the you know weirder because I mean yeah it reminds you that the, you're this is an alien world and alien shit happens and it it, it constantly reminds me of alien. You know, it's so, like I feel like it, it, in some way, it might even exist in that same universe. Um, I keep, I see. That's the thing. It's it's Ridley Scott, and I keep waiting. Like, when is the xenomorph gonna show up? When is it? When are the architects or whatever from fucking Prometheus are gonna show up? It's gonna because the, all those beast things are clearly former humans. Uh, and it's I don't so that so that's interesting what you said about the first the first season character wise is great the second season the biggest thing for me is that the characters get lost in the ideas is like the all the the stuff they want the stuff they want to explore in the second season is that the actual characters in my opinion get a little lost and I kind of stop caring about everyone you you some of the characters you see new sides to them like. For example, Father, which is one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. of course. Mr. Uh, com you know, comic Relief, of course you love him. I mean, he's got a joke and a pun every episode. Would you like to hear a joke? <laughs> um, you know, in the first season, he was very, you know, he was an android. He still is, but like very correct and very clear, clear cut, you know, uh, in season two, he's become much more interested in season two. Definitely, say, yeah. definitely. He, he, in season two, you start to see that, and also with mother. But like you, you, this is what I love is that these are, these are these are characters that are you know, they're artificial, and yet, you, they 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 start to develop some. Jealousy, some human -like jealousy, traits. some autonomy, some ideas. They yeah. start to, you know, they start to cultivate ideas, um, and they scheme like father. 
you know, he starts. I don't know if you got there yet. But, no, no, no. Um, I'm, I'm two episodes yeah, away from and the finale. He's, so. Yeah, and he's like, he's working on, like, once he started working on this side project, yeah. I'm like, this dude is, what is he up to? Now, the thing is, her. I, I had promised, but then, damn it, I just, she had to be the bad guy, you know, I, and. Yeah, I haven't watched the finale, but it's, yeah, yeah it, I mean, that's where it's going. She is the one responsible for all of yeah. your animal. Yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, My biggest gripe is how it ends. No resolution to any fucking thing. Not a surprise. Nothing about very the rid- also 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 very ri- also very Ridley Scott. I'm like the fuck. I mean, yeah. And it ends on a fucking cliffhanger. That well, like, didn't it, that's exactly you see fucking Jesus Christ now, talking about the uh, the guy who who tried to be uh, the boy's father. The yeah, Marcus. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Marcus. I'm like, I actually what the fuck happens. You know what is this? Is he being played by this? Entity, I don't. Nothing's being explained. What is the entity? Some sort of like uh, energy form at the center of the earth. Well, what the yeah. No, and then on? that's well. That that part is intentionally left for everybody to theorize on. But there's no indication that we're gonna have a fucking season three. And uh, there's gonna be a. There's, de- there's definitely gonna be a season three. Are you sure about that? It yeah, has I'm to not, be. I'm not so. It has I'm to not be. so positive about that i mean i'm not so positive about that that being said uh they just dropped a preview for westworld season four yeah so. i saw that um i did not expect a season four i i, I didn't finish i know i knew there was gonna be a season four i wasn't expecting that they were gonna drop a preview for it I so enjoyed soon season three I did. I I'm did not too. there yet. I, 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 I had to take a break from Westworld because it got granted. Yeah, I got very. It, it just second uh, second my, season is is wildly uneven. Third season is less uneven, but not as. Uh, none of it is as emotionally compelling or any of that as the first season is. Yeah. First season was very good. Um, I'm but but but, but there's enough in there. That I'm interested to see where they're gonna, especially based on the preview, where they're gonna go with season four. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see. Uh, Westworld, I mean, not Westworld. Uh, fucking raise my wolves better. Give me a fucking season three, not because I enjoy it. I just need a fucking resolution. The reason why I haven't finished this is that those episodes are kind of a slog, uh, and they're heavy too. They like there's there's no. Uh, like there, uh, uh, but but the thing is, like the heaviness isn't for me. Like the heaviness, it, it makes it hard to watch. But it's not hard to watch because I'm compelled in any way. It, I don't know. There's something about the pa- me, there's something about the, the pacing and the what the fuck nature of the show is what's compelling me. And I don't think <laughs> it's good because it was like a slow. Then you both both really need to watch Legion. Legion, when I was watching it live on FX, I used to like live tweet it, and I my hashtag was it was it was basically what the fuck just happened, because that whole show is just you watch an episode the other day episode. Sometimes halfway through the episode, you're like, what the fuck is happening right now? And a lot of that, I will say. This is a massive tangent, and the show is old, but it's all, it's all, both seasons are on Hulu. The one thing that I will recommend before going in is 
David Hall Legion has a he's a telepath, he's telekinetic. He also has multiple personalities and all of his person each of his personalities have a different mutant power. Um so keep in mind that anything you're watching in that show, anything that's happening could be really happening or could be something that the main character is hallucinating or could be something based on his power set he has literally created like almost everything on that just like this weird shit is like i don't get what is hat is this real it's just like well it could be real he could be imagining it he, he could he could be imagining it and it's that's why it's really happening <laughs> because he's imagining it in his head yeah it's fucking and audrey probably probably is fucking great in it the guy, the main actor, he was in, he's from Downton Abbey. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's, oh uh, God, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, I forgot all about that show until you brought it up just yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. How many, how many seasons was Two. That? Two seasons. Yeah. yeah. And after the first season, there was no guarantee that they'd get a second season, and then the second season, it's so, and it does, it unlike, from what you're telling me from Ray's Bar, it does resolve. Uh, I won't spoil, even though it's it's been a while. But it, it does, the craziness resolves because the pa- the character has enough power to basically go, like, this is how everything that's I fucked up by what I've done and having this much power. This is how I'm going to fix it. Um, and it it for his character, uh, who the villain ends up being in the in the show as an arc. And the, the villain actually has an arc between the first and the second season, and the arc is kind of great. Uh, yeah, and and how it relates to him being Charles Xavier's son is it's it's all connected. As batshit crazy as the show is, it actually does connect very. Uh, but yeah, Raised by Wolves, it, season one and season two, they're like in, they intend on on. Annoying the audience by leaving you in a in a cliffhanger, no resolution to anything. That's how season one ended, and season one ended very WTF, like very what the fuck, like what is happening, and then it just leaves you for an entire year. Yeah, I remember that, but I was fortunate to pick up pick up Raised by Wolves after they started season yeah, no, two. See, so I was like that serpent thing. I'm like the. Fuck? Yeah, I, I, I remember ending season that. one like, now I have to wait a whole year to figure out what is happening like, here. What the fuck is this? And oh, now God. season two, I was I was expecting, I was actually expecting uh, a finale that just like, just took it's me gonna, someplace. There's, there's going to be, there's going to be an architect or whatever those things from Prometheus. And there's going to be a xenomorph, a xenomorph at some point. It's just, it's just, it's... <sighs> Another thing... I don't know if Ridley Scott can help himself. From <laughs> this, something that surprised me, not of this, but of, I guess, Disney-related. Um, that they, they picked up the rights to an anime? Because no, they did. Um, Avatar 2. Oh, yes. Yawn. I... Huh? I said yawn. I thought I wouldn't care about it. I rewatched Avatar. It's like... You rewatched that. You're the first person who ever rewatched Avatar. And I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Because I was surprised. Like, why am I getting weird feelings about this trailer? Because I really want to watch it now. Because obviously, James Cameron is dope shit. I mean, I know Avatar is a unique film. 
There's but alien I porn. I remember enjoying it. There's alien porn in it. I remember enjoying it, but I, did, I think I only saw it once after buying the DVD. Uh, and then I was like, after seeing the trailer, I was like, let me remember this film. And gosh, it's actually a fun movie. And I, 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 have the, I have the Blu-ray special edition. I mean, Ask look. me how many, how many times I've watched it. <laughs> It's. I mean, look. It is. It's dances with wolves in it with aliens That's and dances fun. with wolves. That's fun. Uh, it's last repeat, of the Mohegans. On repeated viewings is not that great of a movie. You realize there's and Star a, Wars is Dune. Which you know. yeah. Which 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 by the way. Uh, side note. Eighty uh, percent of Kevin Costner's movies, when you watch rewatch them, recently, you're like, wow. He's not that good of an actor. <laughs> he went through a whole streak of wanting to make three and four hour movies in the nineties. Yeah, and and yeah, like there are parts of Dances with Wolves that are great, but as like a central concept, that movie just doesn't hold up at all. <laughs> it was uh, good for that time. Yeah. Uh, not for anything else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I was kind of like. Excited for Avatar, you know. I mean, I'm not I don't excited. Know. It, it's it's gonna be a fun ride. My question is, Cameron knows what he's doing with that kind of stuff. He knows his shit. He knows that. He knows spectacle. He knows spectacle. Okay. Oh come on. What movies do you doubt him? I mean, he's got a fucking stellar track record. Yeah. He's a, however you might feel about the quality of the movies themselves. I think he had a peak. He knows how to do spectacle. He knows his peak how to do spectacle. Was what His peak was Terminator terrible. 2. Right. And then he went on to do Titanic. But here's the thing. There are people with vaginas who will say, fuck you, that's an amazing movie. And that shit is one of the, despite what you may think, a lot of his films are in the top three or five gross. But, but, yes. and they don't involve Marvel films. But, but and that's here's, impressive. But here's what Marvel I'll, films, and here, that, here, here's what I'll say. What I was saying is Titanic is the same. It is a beautiful spectacle film. There are elements of that film that are great as like, a, you know, some of the movie Avatar is the same. Like if you saw that in the theater, especially if you saw like the 3D, 3D version, Agreed. it's spectacular. Yeah, it, 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 no, the, it's true. It is a spectacle the, to the enjoy store, in the, the theater. Store, the story, whether the story or the, I mean, Sam Worthington is not a good actor at all. Um, and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Looking at the acting. Like here, here, what I said, I think I said it like the, the day that uh, I don't remember whether you or either of you were with us when I saw it, you know, the full 3D experience of that. As I came out of that, I went, this is great. It's a fantastical, like, technical achievement, you know, filmmaking achievement, however you want to talk about it, whether the movie itself is great is a separate argument. And I just went, Spielberg or someone like that is going to take this and at some point they're gonna they're gonna make a masterpiece with this technology. I don't think Spielberg would make a movie like this. No, but that's not that's what I'm saying, is that he's not he is and the reason how I know that is because Spielberg and a handful of other directors 
while he was making Avatar, were just hanging out on set. Not because, like, they, like, you know, however they might, however they might think of James Cameron as a person or as a director, they all were like, this is a new technology i want to i they all wanted to see that i mean george lucas was there too yeah. whatever but, but even to this day but spielberg was and a couple other guys like you know who are on like who make like you know whatever marquee however you want to call those those types of films um that like you know they were just there on set and they were just talking to, to james cameron because they were like no we want to learn about this because we might use this yeah. to do something he recognized something that could have benefited you know his film and obviously the you know the movie studio and it worked i mean yeah. he tr i mean i'm not trying to preach the gospel of cameron but i have to admit he has pushed the envelope with films and He's Technically, he knows what he he, 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 he makes money. money. I mean, let's, his movies he, yeah. make money. And here's the here's the and thing: he like he has an arrogance and an ego about it that is how he might feel but feel it's about that. Warranted. But 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 the see the thing but the the part of it that isn't necessarily like about his giant ego is that like he knows he also on a certain he knows he's making spectacle films. Like he's he knows he's making like a like he's making an epic, but he's not making an epic in the sense of like, you know, you know a prestige drama. He's not necessarily. I mean, Titanic is as close to a prestige drama as he could yeah. make, and even that was a giant technical undertaking. Like, mm -hmm. and it, yeah, so he's you know, and you know to this day, Avatar remains the best. But there's no without contest, the best uh, 3D like actual IMAX 3D film made. Yeah. I mean, after after Avatar, it launched a whole a whole market of movies that you know wanted that launched in 3D and filled. But, but and, the interesting is because about that is that because they couldn't, none of them could afford it to equip the theaters for it. None of them used a full 3D, yeah, like Avatar thing. Like so, Avatar that's thing. what I'm looking forward to. If anything, on Avatar 2, is more of that experience. I don't think I'm gonna do 3D again. I I, I would 3D. I I yeah I hate it too. But I did I did enjoy it only only when I went to see Avatar. Because I, it was truly, truly immersive. Yeah, it. And I mean, but that was a whole thing. Like it was, you know. What's funny is that I think what we paid to see Avatar then is just what movies. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you. Yeah, if not more, if not more. I would see. I would pay for that, only for only with Avatar because I if if they do anything right. Yeah. It's if it's to, anything like that if first experience, right, I, I, might, to be I might the pay technical. For that, pay for that. Yeah, but that was because it, for the first episode, that was a unique experience. I, I for me, I've never done 3D before, but we've seen 3D. Even though if it's going to be done right with James Cameron, is it really necessary to get the experience? I, mean, I think 2D, you know, cushy chairs, 
is just maybe good, I, you know? I, I agree 30, with you. I agree. I agree. But here's no what I'll say. I agree with you in. It's like a Disney ride. But but here's my. That's my thing about it. Is like, I agree with you in abstract. But that being said, all the stuff we're saying about James Cameron as a director, we don't know what kind of shit. He like it's been what like, ten years maybe more since that first Avatar film. Who knows that that technology is probably smaller now. There's probably other shit that he. Like I said, the guy knows what he's doing in that arena. He's probably been working on shit that no one is that he's been the Avatar sequels for years. Yeah. And he's, he's been able to keep that like relatively yeah. Sequel, yeah. And he's been working on them throughout this time. And and he's been ke- pretty successfully keeping a lot of that under wraps. So I don't know. I, I'd be curious, like I said, because it's Cameron and what he can do technically, what that ends up being. Because there's got to be something, you know. So. Is there anything else? Because I think I should. I'm. G- I gotta get up tomorrow really, really early. So, um, is there anything else we want to talk about? I think we, despite of the stuff we can't talk about I mean, in we detail, we, we, we've covered a lot. We even covered some of the stuff that like he hasn't watched. That I mean, like like Moon Knight and this. I don't know that it was a lot to talk about there. Yeah, that's my that's that's fair. Yeah, you know, that's fair. Fucking Clone Wars, get on that shit. Get on Clone Wars, and and for love of God, every everyone, watch our flag means death. Yes. Like that is the. That is. Because you always criticize me that like I don't I don't feel joy. It's like that was. Okay. Joy. I, I was, pure I was, joy. Okay. I you know I misspoke. I should not said <laughs> that. You do feel joy when it comes to mac and cheese. And meat on people's plate and your plate. <laughs> that brings you joy. Uh, but when it comes to like our flag, our, fla- uh, our, our flag means death was it. definitely the prosciutto yes, of the yes, uh, yes, of yes. the TV shows that <laughs> I've seen recently. Yes. Yes. Well, great to see you guys. Yeah. Everyone on the internet, have a good night.